Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We return today to verses 37 to 41 of Matthew chapter 24. These verses deal with the days of Noah as a sign pointing to the return of Christ and to the end of the age. We begin looking at these verses on our previous study and we will continue here today. Jesus tells his disciples there on the slopes of the Mount of Olives that when he returns, the people on earth will be like the people that perished in the flood. According to Moses' account of those days, the people were characterized by gross immorality. Their thoughts and imaginations were continually evil. It wasn't that they were not aware of God's impending judgment. Noah had been warning them for over a hundred years, but they chose not to believe. They lived as though God did not exist, or if there was a God, he would not judge them. So they scorned Noah's warning that a flood was imminent, and so that will be the mindset of the people living just prior to Christ's return. They will be right on the verge of Christ's coming, but they will be living as though it will never take place. Now, here once again are verses 37 through 41, and they read, As things were in Noah's day, so will they be when the Son of Man comes. In the days before the flood, they ate and drank and married until the day that Noah went into the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. That is how it will be when the Son of Man comes. Then there will be two men in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, the other left.
Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus told the disciples a little bit about the final generation of history and about some of the events that his people could expect in that future time. He compared the generation living when the universal flood came, recorded in Genesis chapter 6 through 9, with the generation living when he would return to this space. I began this focus yesterday. Jesus' words are recorded by Matthew in the first gospel, chapter 24, 36 to 41. Jesus said, No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days of Noah, before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a hand mill, one will be taken and the other left. While there are many similarities between that generation and the final one, Jesus focuses on the point that the flood overtook those antediluvians suddenly and unexpectedly, and they were unprepared. That's what Jesus wants his followers in the final generation to grasp about his return. He will come in judgment for sin when the general populace won't expect him. I come back to the phrase I emphasized yesterday. Jesus said they knew nothing of what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. Actually, it wasn't that they couldn't have known. In fact, they should have. They didn't because they had chosen not to know. They were willfully ignorant. They had plenty of indicators that the flood was coming, but they chose to ignore them. They couldn't miss seeing the ark being constructed. Perhaps Noah even hired some men to work on it. They heard Noah warn them for perhaps 120 years. Finally, they saw the clouds and the beginning of the rain. But when it finally hit them that Noah might have been right all along, they discovered that the door of the ark was closed and it was too late. What were they doing those 120 years? Jesus said, In those days before the flood, the people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. They saw the ark. They heard Noah. What did they do? Nothing. Noah's words nor his actions left any impact. They didn't even entertain the possibility that he might be right. It was too preposterous. It wouldn't happen to them, not to their generation. Maybe to some other generation, but not to theirs. They were certain that all things would continue as they were. So they just continued living, as though nothing big was coming. They missed the signs and they missed salvation. They just lived. That's what Jesus meant by those words in verse 38. 
They were eating and drinking and marrying, having children, just living. They were certain that everything would continue normally. God would not intervene. They were uniformitarianists. God is saying judgment is coming. Prepare. There's an eternity ahead. They laughed. Jesus said that's what the last generation will say. Peter puts it this way. In the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming, he promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has been since creation. 2 Peter 3, 3 and 4. Nothing's going to happen. Just live and enjoy life. Do what feels good. Everything's funny. Just keep laughing. Television entertainers will go to the most ridiculous lengths to try to keep us laughing and to ignore eternity. The people in Noah's day built houses, purchased farms, started businesses, established themselves as though life would go on forever without interruption. They saw the signs, the ark, the thunder, the clouds, the lightning, and they heard Noah preach. Still they said, nonsense, it's not going to happen, not now, not to us. Moses writes, then the flood came. The door was closed. The opportunities were missed. All of a sudden, it was too late. Those are terrible but sobering words. This world is not eternal. It's temporary. You can't build an eternal heritage on a transient earth. Don't try it. Hold this world with a loose grip. Man wasn't made just for this earth. He was made for more than matter. He was made for something far better for eternity. But Satan's pitch was and still is. So you see some supposed signs. Forget it, nothing will happen. Those occurrences are just the natural outworking of history. Ignore them. That's how Satan deceived the people in Noah's day. And that's how he will deceive the final generation. The flood came and all outside the ark of safety perished. Those inside live to repopulate a new world. Jesus said, that's how it will be again when the Lord returns. One will be taken in judgment and the other will be left to continue and will enter the physical kingdom of our Lord on this earth. Well, Satan will make every effort to keep this program from impacting every listener. He'll say it won't happen to us. Some generation might be the last, but not us. While this world is on the threshold of disaster, we who have the life of Christ are on the threshold of glory. So it's crucial to establish a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. If your religion doesn't have a place for forgiveness and for a personal relationship with God, then your religion is not meeting your need. That's the most crucial decision anyone can make the decision to receive Christ and his life.
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.